1: Listen in on conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, authors, thought leaders, and more as we deconstruct their best strategies for your success. So get ready to burn your business cards, ditch the name tag, and discover the new way to network with your host, Travis Chapel. People
0: are always a product of their environment, yeah. right? So you're in an environment that has a lot of people that are trying to contain you. Right? Yeah. And that, that's one thing that I find very similar with a lot of the people that I've talked to, especially on the show, is that um, they were in this environment where they're trying to excel yeah. and become the best um, but everybody around them, even the people that they love, it's not yeah. always the the drug dealers and the people. More, that despise More often it. than not, it's 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 the the, the, right. the real enemy. Right. It's, it's it's not done out of like a spiteful it's mentality. Not either. Man. Right. It's just like they legitimately. Think I would they're doing rather the, best the thing malicious.
2: For you. I would rather the enemy. I would rather know that somebody is consciously right. trying to stop. Because
0: me. then you know it's at least wrong. 100%. Like I what know they're what they're, they're up to. Yeah, exactly. It's it's my sister
2: right. that wants to cuddle me.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: Under mm-hmm. the disguise of I just want to take care of you. Right. That, that is the most damaging, because it's, it's the wife you sleep with. Mm-hmm. It's uh, your dad that says, dude, I just don't want you to get hurt, exactly. right? Yeah. Like, it's the people in your life that care for you that don't even know that, that they're actually damaging yeah. you.
0: holding you from reaching. Yeah, because, well,
2: yeah. because they have some <laughs> other agenda. That's why I say never take advice from a quitter. Mm. That, that's not a damaging comment. It's right. like, look, if, if your dad quit on money, If he was going along in his life and he's like, I'm going to go get it, I'm going to go get it, right? And then one day he's like, it's not worth it. Somebody, you know, he had a big loss. He's like, I'm not going to go for it anymore. That's the last guy you'd want to get advice from. You know, if somebody went bankrupt because they expanded too fast, uh, they're going to tell you when you go to expand, they're going to be like, dude, don't spend money. And don't, bigger's (laughs) not better. Don't, never take advice from a quitter. He quit on expansion because he got spanked. Right. Rather than recalibrate and figure out, creating a new network mm-hmm. i need a new network of people that are winning and just because you were winning a decade ago doesn't mean you should be in my network today because uh-huh. a guy was expanding 10 or 15 or 20 years ago doesn't mean like like when you study mentors you got to study where they're <laughs> at in the cycle right so uh, I, I don't know what a good example is but you know i want advice from jack welch when he was Building right. GE, not not when he mm-hmm. pulled away from it. So mm-hmm. I want to I want to I want to know from Howard Schultz when he's blowing up Starbucks, not when he's leaving the company. He's going to go into politics, mm-hmm. I, and I don't right. care about his politics. I care about his expansion. Right,
0: right. So this is something that I find really fascinating: is that most people will always look for the excuse to stay average. So what I mean by that is like they're they're okay with uh, comparison yeah. if it's to people that are less fortunate. Right. Yeah. So they yeah, use it yeah. as like a well just be grateful that you're not totally. you know in Zimbabwe, like yeah, living yeah, in a grass exactly. hut. But then this the second that you bring up will like, you know, we'll look at Grant Cardone. He's you know, he's you know, buying multifamily real estate in millions of dollars. Hundreds and, of millions. Yeah, hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars and uh he, he's worth all this money and stuff. But yeah. and then but then when you say that it's like, well, you know, you should just be grateful for where you are. So yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they use they use comparison yeah. only when it's in their advantage. Does yeah, that make yeah. sense?
2: Yeah, totally. So, look, this is the entire you just encapsulated the entire definition of the middle class. Hmm. The middle class in America and other middle classes that are being developed in India and, and uh, you know, other third world countries where there's not a middle class, they are based on comparisons. The entire right. middle class is a complete phenomenon. It is a mythological creation by po- politicians mm-hmm. where comparison is the definition. Right. I am in the middle because I'm not in poverty. And because I'm not super rich, right? Even rich to a degree is just a, uh, um, um, a fancy middle class. Yeah, right. Like, like if you ask my seven year old or, uh, Sabrina, Hey, what do you think? What is the middle class? Cause she asked me one day, she's like, you talk about the middle class all, all the time. What, 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 what is it, Bob? I said, what do you think it is? She's like, I think it's rich people that are really poor. <laughs> and that's the person that makes seventy grand a year. Right. Doesn't have any money left over. Mm-hmm. Making their car payments, making their house payments, stuck, can't leave, can't move. But you're better off because you said it perfect. You are better off than uh, somebody in Zimbabwe. Right. right.
0: So just be grateful. Who's never had a bicycle? Right. So so don't. So be so grateful. Be, pushing, be satisfied. Yeah. Mm, right.
2: Okay. Don't push. Right. You have more than most. You have clothes on your back. You have transportation, you have air condition. you have food in your refrigerator. And every time you go to Whole Foods, by the way, you're like, ouch, yeah. that's not freedom, right. folks. So, so you're, Travis, you're doing a service to people to tell them the truth.
0: So, so, what, is, so what is the balance then? Because I, I feel like being grateful is a really good practice, yeah. but there's also, uh, you should also have a, some sort of a healthy dissatisfaction for where you are to keep pushing forward. So what's, yeah. what's the balance between uh, the two?
2: I, I, think, I think people need to be great and full of great
0: <laughs> you need to be great you know somebody said the other day man you're really
2: blessed I said no dude I'm proving it hmm. I'm proving that I'm blessed I'm not I'm not interested we, we got God doesn't need to be recognized as blessing me God has zero like he's not putting a mark on the board I need to prove that I'm blessed he already did his work I need to do my work now you guys need to go out and prove that you're blessed yeah. you need to get grateful full of greatness and do I need to be grateful? Dude, I'm grateful for everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm not spending time on grateful. I'm, I'm spending time on how do I, how do I fulfill my potential. Mm-hmm. That is the great payback. Like if there's a God, a higher power, uh, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. him, her, it. Right. Dude, the great payback is to prove it, is to fulfill the potential, not to be like, well, I got to work today and I didn't get in a wreck. Yeah. All right, good man, but that can't be the rest of my day or I came to work today and I didn't get drunk or I didn't punch anybody in the face today. Mm. Like I didn't punch anybody in the face, I didn't beat my wife up, you know, I didn't I didn't uh, make my kids feel bad. I could be grateful for that. So I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Right. So the rager, that's what the rager does. I I, I was I didn't get I didn't I didn't beat anybody's face yeah. in it. Okay, dude, look, like
0: This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed Travis, just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed here on the podcast, indeed.com slash Travis terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need indeed.
2: Where are we going to move the conversation yeah. to? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm interested in. I am very it's like,
0: is that really the fulfillment of your potential to not hit people? You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. Right. Like,
2: I'll give you an example. Like, like I just, uh, I bought a plane three years ago, sold the plane, Bought another plane. When I got on the new plane, okay, I was literally on this plane three minutes. It's a brand new plane. Gulfstream 550, it's like top of the line, everything. I was on that plane maybe three minutes. Johnny, you weren't on that flight with us, were you? No, I was Okay. Sherry, my COO, was on the flight. Elena was on the flight. I was on, Ryan Seco was on the pilot. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm on three minutes, and I, and I said, I'm gonna buy the next level. so was I grateful am I ungrateful dude I love the plane I'm on okay I'm extremely grateful for it but but I know now the question now in this conversation becomes when is enough enough Hmm. and if you're asking that question I guarantee you don't have enough and you're not working hard enough and you're not you're not going for your potential rather you're measuring against other people yeah. So you're trying to make sense of what you said. You're trying to make sense of why you don't have what you have, and
0: you'll do that by making me wrong, right? And, and you, almost and changing into a morality issue. Totally, Not that, totally. Yeah, just like just saying, "Oh, getting rich is selfish," and it's to, and all totally totally.
2: Now yeah. it's going to become. See, nobody's ever covered this. This what you're doing right now.
0: Yeah. Now the guy's going to drop into
2: a morality issue. Why do you need so much? Right. You know, you could have taken that money for that plane, and you could have, you could have fed hungry people. Mm-hmm. You right. know. Well, dude, I'm, I'm feeding hungry people. I'm the, by the way, when we're having this conversation, I'm feeding more hungry people than the
0: guy asking the question. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's always interesting. Yeah. In the, yeah oh, yeah. there it is. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> for those, for those listening, we'll, we'll link up, uh, we'll link up to the video in the show notes. You come check it out. We just put, uh, put a little model of, of Grant's plane he just bought up on the desk here. So no, um, this is the actual plane though that I bought. <laughs> yeah. This the, is the, the actual model, right? I yeah. shrink myself <laughs> to get in the plane. The future Yeah, Yeah, the future shrinker (laughs) Okay, cool So we covered a lot of stuff so far Um, This is the Build Your Network podcast Where we talk a lot about networking, building relationships And we've kind of touched on it already But the question I always ask to get the conversation going in the right direction is Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? Yeah, I,
2: I believe that I've had this conversation with a lot of people I believe who you know is more important than what you know Why is that? Well, you, you you know, look, your connections, man. The connections can accelerate everything. So uh, we did a we did a growth conference. Uh, we did my annual growth conference. We did one that was nine thousand people there, twenty-three speakers. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't know this years ago. I, I was out there competing. I write about this and if you're not first, you're last. The competition thing is a dead art. You don't you don't want to compete with people. You wanna collaborate with people. Hmm. And I didn't know this because the way I grew up, because my dad died probably, I didn't have any connections. And because I didn't have connections and I didn't have a network and I wasn't in the club and I wasn't in the country club and I wasn't at the golf course and I didn't, ha- didn't know the bankers, I probably, because I didn't have those things and I didn't know how to do it, I probably made networking like wrong hmm. as opposed to using it to collaborate. Right. Because I can tell you a whole bunch of people that are less talented than me that, that went faster than me.
0: That, so that that's exactly my whole point of yeah. this entire show, mm-hmm. and if you listen to this all the time, you definitely know this is where this is where I stand on it. But what you just said it basically encapsulates my entire purpose for this because I feel like the what is obviously important. You have to be competent, and you have to have a skill set, and you have to work on that craft. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just find that if you if you focus more of your time on the who, the speed will always be greater. Dude. Like you'll skip rungs on the ladder, you'll shorten the runway. However you want to phrase it, you'll yeah. get so much better, so much faster. Yeah, and if
2: you combine the two, yeah.
0: you're unstoppable. Yeah. If
2: you are committed to greatness mm-hmm. and you collaborate mm-hmm. with other people and and lift them up, mm-hmm. like make other people great. Yeah. You know, my sister said to me when we were doing this conference, it was 4 days, she's like, "My god, you shared you this the the amount of time you give other people on the stage is unbelievable." Right? We did a 4-day event, mm-hmm. 9,000 plus people. That was incredible. And you know, I give speakers why, why Grant why you could be up there the whole time I said mm-hmm. no I'm sharing, I'm sharing that platform right. right now what does that do for me first of all it edifies me
0: for sure it's like 100%
2: I, I don't need to be on the stage yep. they're on the stage on my behalf mm. um, it, it gives me a network a built in network so we spent four million dollars with the Mandalay Bay
0: yeah so to, to, it was to incredible g- too, to give yeah.
2: me instant okay I got, I got speakers that came from around the world to deliver content um, I didn't pay them. I spent, I wrote a check to Mandalay Bay for 4 million bucks. I gave them an audience. Right. They can't, most people cannot put 9,000 people in front of themselves. Oh. So I did that for a whole bunch of people and gave them a great qualified audience. So you want to do whatever you have to do to do what you're saying, which is build this network, like to reach up. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I realized one day I was watching CNBC one morning and I saw all the players on the planet, the top mm-hmm. 50 or hundred players or, whatever that number is, they were all um, showing up in Davos in Switzerland. Okay, Buffett, mm-hmm. Gates, all the players, mm-hmm. the, the Google boys. I'm like, dude, this. Look, what are you doing, Grant? <laughs> what are you doing, man? You're so stupid, dude. You need to go to Davos. You need to show up where the other players are. You need to go there and eat dinner. Eat dinner with the Kings and the Queens. Now, I know some people, this goes back to this, last thing you said about the, the, the morality thing. Yeah. I don't need all that. Okay, when you say you don't need all that, you're being selfish. You need to eat with kings and queens and power players. Mm-hmm. Because it's gonna accelerate everything for your family. Right. Like if you're one of those people that want, you're a Greenpeace guy. The best thing you could do is go eat dinner with Bill Gates. Right. Rather than being in your little freaking Zodiac boat, just, just, just doing the Zodiac boat thing, attacking the big ship. You need money. You need funding. You need support. You need people behind you. You can't do anything by yourself.
1: That's it for this episode. If you want to connect with Travis and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then you're going to want to head over to travischapel.com slash group to join his free Facebook group podcast to profit. Travis will see you there. And remember to leave every relationship better than you found it.